this week on the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. When I hastily edit this cartoon in 15 minutes on Friday <laughs> on night at Friday. midnight. <laughs> what do you mean? This is live on Saturday. Keep up the content. Uh, yep, keep up the keep yep, yep. Directly to you, whenever you're listening to it. <laughs> Make a timely reference, Morgan. Uh, uh, man, boy, that 9-11 too. No one saw it coming. <laughs> oh, God damn it! <laughs> Why do you always default to 9-11? Every time! Because I'm always remembering! Good evening, boys and ghouls, and welcome to the Spooky Monster Cartoon Podcast. <laughs> we, didn't call, we, didn't, we didn't come up with a sync word. I realize oh. now. Um, wish. I don't know. No, spooky. That's dumb, though. That has nothing You're to do dumb. With the Fuck you. Why do you mean? You know what? Why do you mean? No, that's that's why. Fuck you. That's not the words I said. You know what? I feel like that's enough of a sink. You work on it. No, 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 no. Come on. Use a sink word. Everything's been <laughs> fucked up so much. I need this sink word. <laughs> I need this. Let's go with skull. Skull, okay. Three, two, one. Skull. skull. Okay. Good morning, boys and girls. Welcome to episode 50... <coughs> 53. <coughs> mm. Sorry about that. I don't know what's going to happen. It's been uh, happening in the last few weeks. I've Every time I said the episode number, I had a, <laughs> had a cough. I had a tickle. Uh, some weirdness going on. Episode 53 of the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. I am your host, Jesse, alongside my co-host, Morgan. Morgan, how are you feeling? Welcome to the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast, where we review cartoons of the present and past. Since it's the month of spook, the cartoons are Halloween-themed. Let's take a look. <laughs> the month of spook. Why is this a BuzzFeed intro now? Like a, like a Watch Mojo thing. It rhymes. Excellent. Uh, did it? I didn't actually... It did. I just said it very, very off meter. I for, I forgot. Like, oh yeah, I need to have meter. I nah, was just reading it. Meters for nerds and Shakespeare, who's a nerd. Meter? I hardly know her. Hey. Iambic pentameter. I hardly know her. <laughs> That's my favorite bit. <laughs> it's October and the spooky month, so we are now the spooky Halloween cartoon podcast. And as such, we will only be doing Halloween-ish episodes all month i say ish because this isn't actually a halloween episode it's just a the show lends itself to the to, to the spookiness and the 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 aesthetic of the month you know that show in question being the grim adventures of billy and mandy this is a very very good show this is a very good show that morgan once upon a time did not believe in I mean, I I, lo- I loved it as a kid, and then I rewatched it, and it's just not, and it just didn't tickle my funny bone like it used to. You say that, um, but then we rewatched it together that one time. Yeah. And it was hilarious. This episode, once again, did not really tickle my funny bone. There was, was one less, specific bit that made me laugh, but... This is a bit less of a funnier episode, more just a, uh, I don't know if I want to say, like, creepy episode. It's like creepy it's pasta, kind of. Concept. Yeah, it's, it's high concept. It's the Twilight Zone episode. That. Yeah, it's it's it feels in all ways like a creepypasta, especially one of the segments. But, you know, we'll get to it. This is also a segmented episode a bit, so it's going to be it's going to be a little back and forth, going to be a little stop and start. It's fine, though. For those of you who don't actually know what Billy and Mandy are. Why? That's it. That's the end of that sentence. 
Okay. Billy Manny is a show about two kids who make a bet with the Grim Reaper, win said bet, and force him into servitude for the rest of eternity. And if this sounds like a macabre plot to you, it's because it is. Yeah. And it's it's just it's just an antic show. There's no like I don't know. There's there's no like overarching plot, mostly. It's like recurring themes and characters and whatever. And actually, I would say it came out like the show itself came out at a perfect time for a lot of kids because it came out about like it was it aired like early to mid two thousands, so it was hand in hand with like emo music and MySpace. If- yeah, around this time there were a lot of gothic cartoons in general, like and we don't really have those anymore. Upsetting. Uh, and I've talked about this before, but like yeah, there were a lot of cartoons based around just like spooky stuff. Um, and it was just, like, kind of a big thing to do. Like, Invader Zim was another one. Um, there were a bunch of little shows. Um, what are some other ones? Uh, I remember there was a show called Edgar and Allen. Which, yeah, that was one. Which was, like, a play on Edgar Allan Poe, but it had nothing to do with him. That was a weird one. Yeah. Well, there there were a bunch. Just yeah. take my word for it, I guess. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. I maintain that if Invader Zim didn't exist, you would see Grimm's face all over Hot Topic, Hot Topics across America to this day. I don't know, but Billy Mandy didn't have the same cute aesthetic, right? Like Gurr is adorable. Yeah, but I feel like like everything in Invader Zim is like all the like the main characters are cute, ugly. <laughs> I guess like more more marketably ugly. This show yeah. is just ugly, ugly. Well, I wouldn't call it ugly, but it it definitely There's... isn't cute. Bits. There are ugly bits. A lot of ugly bits. Um, unrelated note, my nickname in high school. Oh, uh, originally oh yeah, show... by the way, so the, the episode we're doing today is, uh, is, a, is a big one, and it's the reason I fucking ca- did a rhyme at the beginning that was very poorly executed. <laughs> yeah, we'll get around to that. Um, the episode that we watched and that Jesse was scarred as by a child was Wishbones. This episode scared the sh- this episode one segment in this episode scared the shit out of me as a kid. Oh my god, the the bunny! I get it's it. the goddamn bunny. I fucking Is hate it. Really? That thing. It really was. Really? Why? Yeah. <laughs> because of the Terminator thing? Yeah, it scared me. <laughs> it scared me a lot. That never scared me. I was really wow. upset. Uh, to reinforce that whole scaring point, the first shot post the theme theme's on special. The first shot is a Mandy talking about. Uh, uh, evil, and then she rips her face off to reveal demon. She said she's from the fourth dimension or something, and just pulls it off. It every every Billy Mandy had like a cold open that some of them were better than others, and so then they were always just weird. They didn't even relate to the theme of the episode ever. No, they they just had this weird thing that would come up, and uh, I kind of would love to ask why. I'm sure there's. <laughs> I'm sure they've asked why, and that like Maxwell Adams has a statement of it somewhere. But listen, Maxwell Adams is just a special mind. Let's call it. Um, all of them are just all the intro things are non sequiturs completely. I don't know if you yeah. ever saw it was put up online. I think a few a few years ago, the original the original animation for what Billy and Mandy was yeah, back when pilot. he was in college. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. The thing where they like. What the hell's the thing called when you stab someone in the head and to like drain their brain juice, like trepidate? No, that's not it. Something uh, like that. Um, Listen, it's upsetting. It's upsetting to watch. 
Yeah. It's also terrible quality because, you know, the 90s. But more than that, Maxwell Adams is a weird guy. I appreciate it, though. Because it gets yeah, us this. Yeah. We, we need weird people every now and then. So the episode opens with Billy watching laundry like it's a soap opera. Or hey, a what's the show of Billy Mandy? Wait, we, the, what about the people who've never seen Billy and Mandy? Well, I mentioned it already. It's just it's these kids bond with a Grim Reaper and antics. They win. They win a bet with him yeah. to make him their slave for life, their best friend forever, because they beat him in a game of limbo. <laughs> the only thing I mentioned was limbo. They played limbo and limbo. Yeah. Other All than right. that, you know, the, the characters are Billy's an idiot, Mandy's a sociopath. Yeah. It's, it goes beyond that, but yeah. And Grimm is, you know, Jamaican Grim Reaper, as we all have known in all mythologies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, the episode actually begins with Billy, the idiot, watching the laundry go uh, like a soap opera, or a detergent opera, in this case. Pause mm. for laughter. That was great. I get it. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Soap. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mandy God, this winds up holding. Suck. If, Mandy, if, if the opening is any indication. Get, get hype! I hear it in your voice. You're unhyped. Get hype, though. I'm not hyped. I need to be hyped. You do. <sighs> Mandy winds up pulling a cloak from the washer. It's just like a shitty little cloak. And in the room comes a man with skeleton arms and skeleton oh legs. Man. Wake up, Flanagan! And skeleton everything. It's a skeleton. skeleton. A skeleton walks in the room. <laughs> The, look up, look up the man with skeleton arms on YouTube. There's a it's a great not, song. not on Spotify. It's got taken off Spotify, and I'm still upset to this oh day. In like a year, I'm still upset. Yeah, so we found this song. Uh, weirdly enough, by the guy, the the lead singer of Streetlight Manifesto. You would not know it by this song, <laughs> but we found it. We fell in love with the song. A week later, it got taken off of Spotify. Yeah, it was like it was like a summer fling practically that we had with a yeah. song and it's 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 i feel like i think we mentioned the song before actually probably last year if we're being honest in the last year's yeah. uh spooktacular specials whatever the fuck we call them and uh, i'm, I am the still upset because it's still on spotify so i can't listen to it whenever i want on yeah. spotify just open youtube what go to youtube no it? fuck you spooky midnight cartoon podcast spooky midnight no are you sure that's not what we call it I'm pretty sure it's not. I think we just call it like spooky. Do we call it like spooky morning and spell morning differently? That's better than midnight. And but I don't think that's what we did. Listen, our lore is 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 touch and go. We can retcon it whenever we want. Literally, yeah. we can go back and rename the episodes. It's fine. We're basically DC. We're basically DC. We're Saturday morning cartoon podcast. We're basically DC. That has and always will be our. Uh, our tagline oh, catchphrase. Our tagline. <laughs> I said. I said tagline. Uh huh. Just edit it out. Can't prove I didn't. We have the power of editing on our side. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Get Skelly the editor monkey back on. Oh, Skelly, the editor monkey we've always had. <laughs> that has been a consistent bit throughout a this consistent entire consistent <laughs> part of this show. A recurring cast member, even. Hmm. So Mandy points out that the cloak is moaning, and Grimm, like my roommate who hoards pens like an apocalyptic accountant, didn't check his pockets before washing his clothes. Yeah. 
I'm not joking about that last bit. She leaves fucking pens in her clothes and they blow up in the wash. It's terrible every time. Anyway. Mm. And then and then all your clothes are just covered in ink. It actually doesn't go over my clothes, it only goes to hers, so I laugh at her. That's funny. Oh well yeah, my clothes like, are that'd be kinda cured. weird if you guys washed your clothes together. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. And from his linens, cotton, and wool, a wish-granting skull Grimm does pull. He speaks such as this through the whole show, which I grow quite fond of. Me, Jesse Pro. Yeah, see, you, you, you remembered to meet her. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You know how long I spent writing those four lines? How long? I paused the episode and I spent like 20 minutes doing that. Really? Because I'm just like, because my first thing was like, fuck, what rhymes with pull? And then, uh, and then I kind of went from there. Oh man, <laughs> my my rhyme was weak as I do this in a basement full of dinge. My jokes aren't funny. All they are is cringe. <laughs> Why was that off the cuff one better than your written one? Because <laughs> I'm improving. <laughs> your improv's better than your writing. Oh no, it's like yeah. SNL except less racist. Is SNL racist? Yeah, the one guy. He was fired, though, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. cool. So the skull says his name is Throm... Throm... Thromnabulor? Thromnabulon. Thromnabulon. I'm never going to say that word again in my life. It's a common surname. I'm sorry. Can't be a common madam name. Morgan. Sexist. Yep. That was a great joke. That was a good one. Only the best for this. Oh my god, you are unhyping me even more and more by the bit. <laughs> it's not my fault you can't recognize quality. I sure, I don't know. It's not the first time, will not be the last. I don't know. I don't want to be mean. I, I had a comeback, but it was mean. And I want to be, and I want to, <laughs> I want us to keep the strong friendship going. <laughs> is that what this is? Uh, relatively to my other friendships. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what it is about being in a gross, dingy basement that makes you sad, but it, it's doing it. Uh, so it so sounds recently like you're in I the moved. Mo- it sounds to me like you're in the zone, like you're in the, the correct environment to for which to do a spooky podcast. So, uh, so recently I moved, and uh, I live next to a baby. Um, so, and I didn't know that until... 30 minutes till before I had to record and then the baby just decided to make his presence known. And that fucking baby doesn't pay rent either. And shove his face against the wall next to my room and scream into it. It's the only logical <laughs> like explanation of what is happening. The baby knew. Yeah. That baby's a paid operative of our enemy podcasts. Uh, the, the Sunday evening uh, Religion live hour. action CW show podcast. Oh, the Riverdale podcast. Those fucking hipster teens can go fuck themselves. They'll, they, you know, they're gonna switch podcasts as soon as the hype dies down. They're only riding the wave. <laughs> Just you wait. This week it's Riverdale. Next week it's Batwoman. Riverdale opens with fucking molestation, and you guys need to be aware of it. It doesn't matter that everyone involved is hot. It's still molestation. But they're so hot, though. They are so hot. I can acknowledge it. (laughs) I also want to meet the person in charge of, like, costuming for that show, because it's fucking bananas. It is. 
It's good. There are parts of the I've watched one episode and I couldn't. I just couldn't handle it. I. I oh, Morgan, I'm I'm like almost two seasons in. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. It's Why? a fun show. It's a fun show to just make fun of with roommates. Oh man! Well, the people who showed it to me like unironically love it. So I'm not sure if do my roommates unironically like it or not, but I make fun of it, so it's fun for me. Okay. So the skull, hearkening back to five minutes ago, the skull that's pulled out of uh, Grimm's cloak. It's got a, some sick crystal eyes and a nine on its head. It's a wish yeah. granting skull. Grants wishes, and it's got nine wishes. I don't know why it's nine. That's a weird number for wish granting thing. But I it might have had more. It just might have wished them away. It it needs to complete nine more wishes so it can die. It's kind of like a me seeks. <laughs> me IRL. Me seeks IRL. Yeah. Billy winds up mentioning that it's like a genie, and everyone stares at him like he's an idiot. But he's actually completely That's, right. No, it's a really good analogy. <laughs> he's completely correct in this case because it's like you know normally Billy genie, says something stupid, but this was right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this was like. Because this this came out in like two thousand, like early two thousands. So the only genie on anyone's mind was Aladdin genie, and Norm Macdonald hadn't reprised his role as an evil genie yet in Fairly Odd Parents. So we didn't know that they could be evil yet. So maybe Billy was stupid in this moment. But now we have that we seems have, like a stretch. We have we have, the, we have the benefit of history and hindsight to understand that Billy was actually ahead of his time. You know. How's B- Billy gonna learn if they put him down for everything? If they never tell him when he's right. Just, no wonder he's still so stupid. Just ignore it. Just let it. Let I don't it be. think they have a very loving friendship. Why? Because Manny makes fun of him and abuses him all the time. And, and literally enslaves them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hint. <laughs> hey, maybe these folks, maybe they ain't as as morally great as we might have thought. Yeah. These folks may have some uh, moral quandaries they wanna they wanna consider. Quandries. Quandries. All right. So, um, Billy steals the skull and wishes to be a boy adventurer, specifically Johnny Quest. He has this whole long list that it's is just, specific. It's just Johnny Quest. It is just Johnny Quest. He even he just doesn't name drop it. He specifically like he like looks up the Wikipedia uh like quick summary of Johnny Quest yeah. and describes that's what he wants his life to be. Yeah, he talked about Johnny Quest like my Italian aunt would talk about a movie she doesn't she only vaguely remembers. It's not the one with the guy and the uh, the stuff and they're doing the dancing and the Do you have a non-Italian aunt? Technically, yes. Cuz my uncle's married non-Italian women. Ew. Uh, you're, you're correct. Yes, but that's beside the point. And before any of my family listens to this and starts judging me, let's move on from that bit. Okay. The skit, the actual like skit of the Johnny questing is, it's whatever. They, they yeah. wind up giving Irwin an Indian, I'm sorry, mystical Eastern accent, which is questionable. It's definitely a stereotype, but like, it was in Johnny Quest. <laughs> Yeah, and he just had a, he just had a, a an Indian boy hanging out with him. He did. He did. We also yeah. gave the only other character of color on the show that role because who else is going to be? But you know what? Simpler time. People weren't offended. People weren't fucking SJW pussies back then, so it was fine. You're right. You're right. We weren't a bunch of soy boy beta cucks. We weren't. 
We were all gloriously red-pilled. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what pill correlates to what. I still don't know the colors. I know there's a black and a red pill, just to represent our high school colors. Well, yes. There's red, there's blue, and then there's black, which is the forbidden one. Don't don't Google that one. That one's bad. Okay. Like, bad worse than the bad one of the two are bad. Bad, bad, it's bad. That's said about the accent thing. Billy immediately calls him out on it, and Erwin blows, at him, blows up at him, which is actually, it was actually pretty funny. He's just like... Sure. <laughs> you, you, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, I didn't laugh. Yeah. I, it, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> it was funny enough. There was a bit in this I thought was funny, though. So, 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 so Billy ends up, so where they are, they're in a temple, and, uh, and they're Indiana Jonesing. Where uh, Billy's dad is, uh, Doctor Quest. Yeah. Who's the, what's I'm, his dad's I'm name? Be, in, I'm gonna be real I don't with even you. Know if Doctor Quest is the one who would. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna be real with you. I've never watched Johnny Quest in my life. I've. I, I, that's one of the shows I really want to do on this podcast because I've also never seen it. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Consider this a preview. Yeah. So he. Uh, I've only seen Venture Bros. <laughs> which is the same thing just for adults yeah um so so he's like about to lift the skull from the pedestal in this uh in this ancient temple but billy hastily does it and activates a bunch of traps including one of which is sending fucking pterodactyls <laughs> to swoop down and pick up Irwin and just <laughs> take him out, into, out of the sky not, not only to kidnap Erwin, it came or it kidnaps his dog first, and then it comes back for seconds and kidnaps Erwin. I have always loved. I've always had a specific love for the specific pterodactyl sound effect they use in this episode <laughs> that they use in a bunch of Hanna Barbera cartoons. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and see if I can put it right here. And here it is. What wow. a great sound effect that was. That was a good sound effect that I heard right now. Boy, I really hope I should write down the time code for this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't just have a fucking silent spot in that bit and look like a bunch yeah. of assholes. When I hastily edit this cartoon in 15 minutes on Friday <laughs> night. Friday night, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? This is live on Saturday. Keep up the co- yep, keep up the kayfabe. Yep, yep. Directly to you whenever you're listening to it. <laughs> Make a timely reference, Morgan. Uh, uh, man, boy, that 9-11 too. No one saw it coming. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Why do you always default to 9-11? Every time! Because I'm always remembering it! No! Forget about it for it's once always in your life. I can never do that! I promised George W. Bush I would never! <laughs> I gave him my word. And if I can't keep a promise to George W. Bush... What kind of man am I? Yeah, seriously. The greatest president we've ever had. (laughs) In my lifetime or any other. Alright. So, uh... So so then they get they get back to the plane minus one dog and minus one uh... 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 uh, Stereotype. Alright. Um... And and then and then uh, Billy's dad is like, "Well, Billy, what did you think of that adventure?" As they're flying away, and Billy's like, uh, "Well, I le- <laughs> what did you learn?" He's like, "Well, I learned that that adventure stunk." <laughs> and then Billy's dad is like, <laughs> "Well, you thought it stunk, huh? <laughs> well, you just bought yourself a month of no TV." 
It's a lot of like yell humor in the show, but and it works. That, it's funny. That made me laugh. That bit made me laugh. Of course it did. Just so, the anger. The whole gimmick about the skull and you know the wishes in general is that you pay for the wishes you make. Yeah. But Billy's only punishment is that he thought the adventure was lame. He wasn't yeah. really that torn Irwin up. Irwin was the one dog. who got kidnapped. Yeah. He did go on an adventure. He's yeah. fine. He just thought it was boring. He just goes on better adventures to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Every oh, other man. thing he does is a better adventure than Johnny Quest. Suck a yeah. dick, Johnny Quest. That's the only reason why Grimm hasn't wished for his freedom is because he knows that the wish will get twisted. Yeah. He wishes for his freedom and then he loses a second bet to shitty yeah. your kids. He winds up going to like Spurg and Mindy. Well, he actually, yeah. Well, he actually does uh, have a wish. Well, yes, but we'll get to that. It's, yeah. It's climactic. It's the post-credits scene. <laughs> so the next, the next wishy is Billy's dad. I feel like I should explain his character a little bit. Uh, you know how sitcom fathers are dumb? You got your Peters, you got your Homers, etc., you got your dad, dad, and, and your dad. Da- a lot yeah. of cartoons they just call him dad. Yeah, you know how they're all stupid. How it's a funny, it's a funny trope that the dad's dumb. Uh, Billy is that up to eleven and is the dumbest. But in this case, it's not played for oh dumb dad. It's played for no. Nah, his character's is fucking lunatic. He's just like, yeah, he's crazy. There's one bit where he gets, he has like this shitty, it's not a pompadour. Is it a pompadour? Does that count? It's technically a pompadour, I would say. Technically. <laughs> By the rules, it just squeaks in. I mean, it totally is. It's totally an anime pompadour. It's so dumb though, I hate it. Anyway, it gets cut it's off. It's a regular space dandy haircut. His dumb pompadour gets cut off at one point. Not in this episode, in a previous episode, and his brain's in there. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. And... It doesn't bother remember the him, one except where, for the remember part the where episode, he might use it. Remember the episode where Billy just wishes to be a superhero and or gets ripped to turn him into a superhero, and then he flies away, and then and then Billy's dad is just like, "My only son flew away." <laughs> well, Grim, I guess you're gonna have to help me build this birdhouse, <laughs> and then he just makes Grim be his son. <laughs> Billy's dad's great. He's not. He doesn't get enough focus in the show, and he gets yeah. a lot of focus, really. Yeah. Uh, so Billy's dad decides he wants to relive his high school years. He wishes this. He wants it, this. It's his. It, they were the best years of his life. Morgan, how much money would you give to never relive high school? Um. And so I was told. Okay, at this point in your life, you will uh, relive high school. Um. I'd pay all the money I could possibly pay. <laughs> Every cent that I could I'd, scrounge I'd rather up. be homeless now. Then go through high school. <laughs> a second where every, time. Where every, my parents paid for everything for me. <laughs> what a fucking actual nightmare. Ugh. So thus follows a montage of Billy's dad getting trashed, literally trashed, by... Uh, so the, he just, keeps, he just yeah. keeps getting beat up and thrown into yeah. a garbage can. By, in this order, the lead singer of Cheap Trick, the football players, some punk kids, King Goblin, not to be confused with Goblin King from Labyrinth, uh, Devo and Tony Basil. Yeah. Tony Basil, the lead, the the singer of the song "Hey Mickey." Oh, yeah. I I assumed that I was assumed. the only one I didn't know. I assumed. 
I have it in my notes in case Morgan doesn't know. I, I know Devo and I know Cheap Trick. And the others are stereotypes. He's the guy who's always surrendering. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that and is that, Cheap Trick, right? The it's He's... Surrender? That's this song? I just, no, but let's move on. What? Yeah, it is. It might be. Yeah, fuck I you. Like, I feel like it's not, though. Hold on. Surrender. What does my phone say? Yes, Cheap Trick. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, all right, fair play. That's their most popular song, I'm pretty sure. What about... I may be thinking of different bands. Yeah, what about that other Cheap Trick song you know? No, no, no. What about Come On, Feel The Noise? Is that them? Please tell me that song. I, Please. I actually don't know that song. Please don't tell me I'm fucking exposed live on stream. As a non-Cheap Trick fan. Oh, fuck. It might not be their song. Shit. All right, my ball, my balls have been thoroughly exposed on stream. I'm a fake fan. Oh shit, dude! You just left the stream hey. on and you just finished jerking off. Oh no, that is what happened. Oh, delete the vod. Delete the vod. <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that whole shameful <laughs> segment out. You're a fool. Morgan doesn't know '80s culture. What a rube! <laughs> you don't know Tony Basil. I don't know Tony Basil. The one hit wonder. At least I don't pretend that I know him and then say... Him. Uh, to Tony ba Is it a band? It's a woman. The cheerleader? Oh. Tony. But her, her name's Tony. T-O-N-I. Still, though. <laughs> that's not a... That's not an, a, a, a unisex You're gonna tell name. me that Tony the Tiger is a woman? Yes. Like in my furry fanfic? In this day and age, why not? That's the last straw. Now the serial mascots aren't even safe. <laughs> Time to Back in my day, we only had men. There are no female serial mascots. Did you know um, that? God, there the might be. Mm, there are might none. Be true. It's a male domin dominated. Uh, or dominated. Are you sure the tricks bunny isn't a girl? It's a man. It's voiced by a man, at least. Oh, oh no! I didn't know cereal was sexist. Time to time to boycott cereal. Cereal was originally invented so that kids would stop masturbating. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Morgan, you're bringing politics in again. That's a real thing. It's not. That's not even conspiratorial. It's real. It's a There's fact. Written evidence. No, no, it's politics. Calm down. Kellogg's invented no. cereal to stop masturbation and American foreskin. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, we're gonna uh, lose the Protestants. Uh, oh God, it's, it's it's fuck up. Look at Kellogg's. He's a weird dude. He, yeah, he, he's gotten a lot of shit. No, we're losing. He just we're circumcises losing. kids and makes no. granola bars. Okay, now, the order of that sentence... Anyway, Billy Mandy. <laughs> the order of that sentence makes me think one has to do with the other. And I don't like that implication. They kind of do. They were uh, both for the same wait. reason. Did he use the foreskin in the granola bars? No. Okay. Not Probably not. <laughs> if I read that fact, I wouldn't be like, well, that, you know, that's just Kellogg's. That was, a scary, that was a scary decline in certainty over a very short period of time. You know. No. I mean, probably not. Well, yeah, almost definitely. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm actually eating one right now and I can taste it. 
Yeah, you know, that's that's some that's some uh that's some uh Christian foreskin right there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I hope no one skips to that point in the episode. Just randomly. <laughs> that's the gonna four. that's the that that audio clip is the preview for the episode. <laughs> the part where Jesse eats a child's foreskin. Yeah, God, no. the sound bites are just incredible for this episode. Alright. Alright. So so yeah, so Billy so Billy's dad is like, uh, oh, maybe I wasn't Bully. the handsome stud I thought I was. He's just bullied, and then that, that arc ends. Uh, then the skull appears on General Scar's front lawn. Now, this is gonna be a, a story. The, the, now, that General Scar's front lawn, that may might sound weird to you if you don't know the character. Now, a lawn. Uh, yeah, Jesse, could you explain General Scar? <laughs> I can. There's a little bit of backstory. I actually wanted to mention it earlier, and I didn't, because fuck you. Uh, Billy and Mandy originally aired as, like, this, like, double block show kind of thing, where they aired one episode of Billy and Mandy and then one episode of something else. That something else was the show uh, Evil Con Carne, or be- wound up becoming the show Evil Con Carne. They aired together, and they were split off into their own shows, and then Evil Con Carne was put down like a dog, because, I don't know, it was worse. I uh, I, I never really watched too much of it. It might be okay. Yeah, it was it was spun off into his own show to die about five minutes later. Fine, whatever. The, apparently, uh, the, the, the Maxwell Adams, who I assume created both these shows, decided that if I'm going to salvage anything from Evil Con Carne, it's General Scar, and it felt like a good choice. So so General Scar was the general of a... of a... of a... of basically just an evil, like, terrorist organization. Yeah, more or less. That was the main characters of a children's cartoon. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, headed by a bear with a brain in a jar. Isn't it weird that it's evil con carne, so he's evil with meat? Hector con carne is his name, so it's just Hector with meat? Yeah. The, the meat is his brain and stomach, actually. His stomach also survived. Oh, yeah, that was weird. And the stomach has a personality, I uh-huh. think, if I recall uh-huh. correctly. <laughs> the stomach spoke, and it influenced the bear greater than the brain did. Realistically, yeah. I feel like Evil Concarne could have been one of those, like, really uh, uh, like really subliminal shows with its messaging. You got your brain in your stomach, and really, what yeah. are we but bears with brains and stomachs as humans? Yeah. If you think about it. Don't yeah. think about it. Don't actually think about it at all. So... <clears throat> Scar moves to the neighborhood... After his show tanks, because, you know, he needs a paycheck still. You got, you got to pay the bills when your show goes under, so you guest star in a couple other shows. And in this case, it's uh, it's uh, Billy Mandy. So he's really just an unhinged dude who's just trying to rehabilitate and be a nice neighbor. And he succeeds until Billy and Mandy intervene at every waking moment. Yeah, mostly. he hates Billy. It's Billy pretty much is... their fault that he's still evil. Yeah. Um. So the skull appears on his lawn, and... uh. Despite having his lawn in perfect uh, condition, a master garden, as he calls it, um, he, uh, the skull says, don't you wish, don't you, aren't you tired of being nice? Don't you want to go bat <laughs> shit? Fucking ape shit. And so, and so, uh, Scar wishes to be the grand ruler of the universe. Excuse you, the, the actual uh, uh, title he gives himself is Lord High Master and Ruler of the World. The skull, okay. the skull grants this wish, and a giant statue of Scar rises from the ground, a la the Sheikah Towers from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. 
And so, and it, and it, and as it rises and, be, and just be, goes miles and miles high, Scar uh, looks upon his domain and and uh, and just kind of rants about how powerful he is. Yeah, he starts not going, noticing that. Sorry, <laughs> he starts going very Ozymandias with it. Uh, the myth, not the comic character, and taunts the whole planet to gaze upon his visage in fear and wonderment. It's a big uh, fucking tower. Oh yeah, that, that's uh, he's got some uh, big statue energy right now. But uh, <laughs> his statue becomes so big that he doesn't even notice that he's leaving the atmosphere, uh, on top of the statue, and he chokes and dies in space. Yeah. Now here, here, poor viewer is where we get the traditional Billy and Mandy fuckery. Yeah. Uh, now I know a lot of cartoons play fast and loose with space physics, you know. There's like, we can be in space, it's fine, who cares, it's cartoon. No, no, not Billy and Mandy. Billy and Mandy don't play like that. We take physics a bit more seriously here on Billy and Mandy. So, because this is just a dude jettisoned into space, we get to see Scar painfully, brutally, and uncomfortably find that he has no air, suffocate, and then explode. Mm. It is a little hard to watch. No, that's fine. His eyes uh, kind of start jutting out of his head as though, you know, like oh a yeah, real person would. Blue, and he gets all veiny and bulbous. Yeah. He kind of looks like Eustace Bag from, from Kurt's Cowardly Dog at this point. Yeah. And then he, uh, yeah, he just explodes. And he dies. That's on-character death. That is the first, not the last, on-character death of this episode. Uh, so, um... So next, um, and if you thought my rhymes were cringe, you're right. But also, all right, uh, all right. I got. I just want to say, listen. The next victim is Irwin, right? And I, I kind of feel bad for Irwin a little bit because he already went through some shit this episode, and it wasn't even his wish. Like he's yeah. the punching bag, and I feel like he shouldn't be treated that badly. Um, what's the scene we find him in, by the way, Morgan? He's uh, he's in a bathtub, um. With a uh, a stuffed bunny, not a bathtub. I'm sorry, a kiddie pool with a stuffed bunny and a um, and a radio, and he's just freeform rhyming, just freestyling um, about uh, how much he wants to to just have Mandy in this kiddie pool with him, and he wishes that the uh, the bunny was her, and then he proceeds to lick the bunny from end to end. Uh, and it's very uncomfortable to watch. Woo! I take it all back. Irwin deserves everything coming to him. Oh yeah, no, it's easy, easy, easy. He's gross, and, and his rhymes are weird, and he, and 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 his, they're bad. And his, they're gross. And his fade is weak. <laughs> it's all terrible, and I feel I feel like I've committed a crime for watching. So the skull appears into. So he says, "Oh man, I wish this bunny was Mandy." Uh, but the skull isn't there for that one. So then he wishes, says, he looks at us. He brings he us into it, the he viewer. He spikes the camera, because this fucking child actor doesn't know not to do that yet. And he says, you know, sometimes I wish I was in a hip-hop video. And <laughs> and then the skull appears, and he's like, alright. And then he makes that. it a hip-hop video. 
He rhymes, of course. He does. He actually rhymes with the beat, and it's pretty. It's a good. It's a good little bit. Unfortunately, yeah, no, he 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 does it better than Erwin. Yeah, unfortunately, the only thing that actually uh, uh, comprises a hip hop video in the early two thousands was a, a brick wall of graffiti on it, which is upsetting because the better the better reality is that he like er, like these just two women start twerking next to Irwin as he nervously raps. He gets like a guest, a weird guest pop artist that no one asked for to appear in the video. And you in the mean song. like WC Handy? You know what? That does happen. <laughs> that was you got me oh there. man, I never thought to look him up before. I've seen the episode before, but I never like all right. Yeah, that's did a you bit, look I up WC Handy? I looked up WC Handy. So <laughs> so while they're setting up the 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 stage. Uh, uh, Skull's like, we gotta get a chick and she needs to get here quick. Uh, and so, uh, Erwin's like, you mean Mandy? And then the Skull's like, we ain't talking about candy. W.C. Handy or Cousin (laughs) Brandy. And so, W.C. Handy uh, is the uh, father of blues, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Whose name is also an amazing sex joke. <laughs> it is. You know it was destined for greatness. It hits the joke hits harder if you're in like England and they call them uh, like what are the wash closets? That's yep, what they call they, bathrooms. No, they're water closets. Water closet. That's the one. I don't fucking yeah. know English lingo language if you call it that. Yeah. Um so then Mandy appears and Erwin just blows it. Like what he she she doesn't want to be there, so she just well, like I'd say I'd say Manny blows Irwin. Um, oh come on, come on! <laughs> because this is also a separate fetish that happens. <laughs> it does. Hey, who likes inflation? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so like, that I don't sound like a terrible man, person. So much stuff that was so innocent, so much innocent <laughs> cartoon violence just turned into fetishes. Thanks, totally spies. Uh, it was- just, I just want to clarify that that, that she blows him. Joke. Previously grabs, on Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. God damn it! She grabs the uh, the 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 fuck do you call it? Whatever. She grabs the thing in the kiddie pool and just shoves it in his mouth and transfers the air like like an air transfer jutsu from one to the other, and he just flies away. Yeah, you know the cartoon yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. So then we get to the funniest part of the episode. When- <laughs> So the skull then appears to Puddin. Puddin, spelled uh, P-U-D apostrophe N. Yes. Yeah. So Puddin is Jesse fucked that up in his notes every goddamn time. Show. He's so much worse than Butters. Yeah, no, it's it's worse. Um, but uh, we didn't mention who Irwin was. Irwin is just Billy's... He's fucking nerd. Yeah, he's a nerd. He's Billy's black friend. It's too late. It's too late. We mentioned him earlier. Whatever. It's too late. He got yeah. too much screen time as is. Too much screen time, too much air time. We move on. Yeah. Putin, yeah, you said the butters. He's weird. He's the punch. He's even. He's like a more literal punching bag than Irwin. Irwin's like, uh, he mostly gets some insults. Putin's like thrown Put, off buildings. Putin's regularly. not even on screen enough. Yeah, Putin's not on screen enough, and when he is, he's thrown off a building. You know, what he's I'm saying? the Yamcha of this show. Jeez. So, and don't feel bad for Putin because he probably deserves everything. Uh, the reason he finds the skull in the first place is because he's. He's looking through a trash can for, quote, used candy. Ugh. 
I like, I don't know, man. I sat, I paused the episode for a couple minutes and I'm just like, is there a joke there? No, I'm just gonna move on. I got nothing. I got nothing for that. Uh, he gets the skull. Skull's like, you know, pulls his shtick and Puddin goes, uh, he says he wants a bunny that will love him forever and like love him the most. Forever. He wants a bunny that will love. And don't we all just want somebody to love or some bunny to love? <laughs> so he wishes for his bunny and what he <laughs> receives is the rat- the rabbit of Car- Car- Carbonog. Carbonog? What? It's the rabbit from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Ah, okay. I, I know this bit. I, I actually, I fucked up pronouncing the, the word Carbonog, and I looked so, it up specifically to hear what it's, how to say it, and according to a robot, it's Carabin, Carabinig, and I feel like that's you just wrong. look up the scene? Ah, uh, that's too much work. Okay. Um, so, uh, so put in wishes for the bunny. The bunny appears. It's a little pink bunny. Um, it's cute. And so he's like, oh, I love you, bunny. And then the <laughs> b- bunny responds in a demonic voice where there are layered voices. Uh-huh. Uh, Puddin, have you ever heard of tough love? And then uh, the bunny starts whooping Puddin's ass. Yeah, it just starts slapping him. And then... It, like, picks up a fucking log and launches him <laughs> through a bench into a tree. This is, this part's just solid slapstick comedy. Slapstick may be an understatement. It is, <laughs> it is, it is evisceration. Arguably a crime. <laughs> so, Debatably, the bunny jumps on top it's... of the destroyed bench and fucking... Putts, not not putts. What would what would what's the term? A driver. Uh, drive just driver. What's the verb? Drives. Just drives. Drives. Put in miles, and then we cut, cut to just this this nice fancy restaurant for a solid solid five seconds, and then we see Puddin in the distance just coming in hot and breaking <laughs> through the window. <laughs> This part of the episode is just a snuff film, like all it's, things considered. It's, it's, so, just it's an snuff. action movie. Yeah, it's an action movie. Puddin is just being taken to the fucking woodshed. Oh, it's great. And then uh, the bunny chases him in, and they just start fucking fighting. They're just fighting, and this bunny is destroying Puddin. You, yeah, you say they're fighting as though it's like it's 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 kind of like an evenly matched. It's not. Put to no. Puddin's credit, he like tries. He throws a punch. He throws an punch. But the rabbit is just... It's like watching Broly fight Krillin. It's Yeah, just no, it's a Broly brutal. fight, for real. It's then, actually brutal. So then uh, Puddin gets launched off of a cliff into... Uh, right next to the mm-hmm. uh, the new installation of the world's largest pillow. and Which is placed right next to uh, the uh, cactus fields. Yep. The, lands the, the cactus fields. <laughs> the roving cactus fields that all towns should have for defense against the zombies. Yeah. Zombies can't uh, deal with cacti, it is known. Yeah. Um, so uh so there's Puddin covered in in needles on a on a dessert tray cart uh, from the restaurant. And he's just like, oh, at least you got away from that bunny. Puddin, <laughs> bless your heart, you optimist. Uh, uh how southern of you. But then the the truck that was carrying the biggest pillow installation 
fucking drives off the highway and starts tearing through the cactuses as violently as possible. It's straight up a Michael Bay film. It is so funny. And he just runs. He doesn't run over Puddin. Now he's pushing the cart that he's on onto the highway. And, and and fucking t-boning him into the into the the divider on the highway. It just turns into Mad Max for a minute. There's like it, this ridiculous car battle. I say car battle again. It's just it's just the bunny just straight bullying Puddin, just and dunking on him. The then Puddin picks up a piece of cake from the dessert cart and throws it at the window, which the bunny just wipes off. But then Puddin reaches for the chocolate eclairs. Double, and he he's, just, he's dual-wielding <laughs> eclairs. And then he has the line, eat custard. And he squirts them at the pillow. And they puncture a hole in the pillow, causing the entire truck to explode. <laughs> it really is a Michael Bay movie. It really is. The most Michael Bay. Uh. Puddin, Puddin mourns. He mourns the bunny until, and here's here's the part that that triggered Jesse back to childhood. The bunny comes hippity hopping out of the inferno. Half of its flesh burned off, bones Total sticking Terminator out. Terminator style. To, yeah, bones, bones and muscle and meat sticking out. This is a kids show saying that he loves Puddin to death. And then we just fucking cut to the next scene. Yep. Uh, Spurg, the school bully. Yeah, Puddin is about to get a worse child murder than Georgie from it, but we're just gonna not look at that anymore. Ignore that. Now we're at Spurg. No, 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 we're not Spurg. We're at Junior. Oh, you're right. Nurgle Junior. Nurgle, Nurgle Jr. is Billy's cousin. Billy's, uh, okay, Billy's cousin, who is the son of the devil, who has married Billy's aunt. Yes. He's also a huge fucking nerd. Yeah. He sucks. And he, there's like a, a several minute long bit of him going like, I could do this, but it might result in uh, things I don't like. And it's yeah, lame. So, so he can't figure out what to wish for. Um, so he ends up wishing that he knew what to wish for. Yeah, he pulls that old, that old chestnut, that old gag. Um, but unfortunately, everybody gets one and the crystal, the, the skull disappears. Which, considering the skull's pretty... The skull, I assume, wants to get back to its home. I don't know why it's being real picky-choosy with this. I think it's... It only People can only get one wish. I guess. I, sure. I didn't see the contract. I guess it's on me. Uh, so... So then we cut to Spurg, the school bully. Um, who, uh... Who is... A, is just bullying. Yeah. Um, as two girls walk by... Uh, one with a huge bag of money. The one says to the other, Oh my god, it was such a genius idea to sue your parents. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's it's quality. It really is quality. Um, Spurg is a bully. Uh, who just, And you know, as bullies are driven by, he wants money. He just beats shit out of children for money. But, let it be known, Spurg is clearly at least lawful evil. Yeah. Because the girls walk into the girls' bathroom, and he respects the boundaries of a women's bathroom. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. If nothing else. Yep. The skull bumps into Spurg, and he wishes that he could get into the women's bathroom. And so the skull obliges and turns him into a girl. Uh, Spurg then turns to the camera and says trans rights. 
Berg is a trans icon. Y'all thought him was the only one? Nah. Nah. Yeah. Anyways, Spurg walks in uh, and tries to bully the girls. Unbeknownst to him, every single girl in the world is a bigger bully than he is. Listen, bullying boys, that's easy. That's easy. It's just power. It's just be stronger. Be bigger and stronger. That's it. That's all you got. Men respect power and nothing else. Girls, though, girls wage war differently. Girl, this is about shattering the mentals. This is cerebral combat, which Spurg is A, too dumb to deal with, and B, is just plain not ready for. He did he not read Sun Tzu's Art of War. He is not, he, he does not have the, the, the critical knowledge. They call him ugly in several various ways, uh, and they, uh, destroy his self-esteem. They ro- ho- host him to a crisp. Nah, he, he's... Uh, so badly that he runs away crying. Which is all his punishment is. Uh, which is actually more lenient than the punishment he gets from that bike in the one episode, where he gets actually murdered by a sentient tricycle. Oh but, yeah, doesn't B- Billy gets a tricycle, right? Yeah. It's like, and, and it's just, um, uh, it's just, uh, what's the Stephen King movie with the car? Um, uh, uh, I don't remember. It's not Lucille. It's a girl. It's a woman's name, right? Rear window. No, that's that's Alfred Hitchcock. That doesn't even have a car in it. <laughs> then what? There are the no rear cars window, in that movie. Morgan. Mister Film Guy. I took one film class, and the <laughs> intro to film class at my college was all about Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock for some reason. Because he is the inventor of film. You're right. That's what we learned. Um, <laughs> no, what is the name of that movie? I don't know. Rubber. Yes, that's it. <laughs> so Spurred runs out of the bathroom crying, which gives us a nice transition to the next wishy, Mindy. Um, Mindy, for those of you who don't know, is a big Christine. What? Christine is the name of the movie with the living car that just runs people over. Because Stephen King, as we all know, is an amazing writer. Are you judging and him for naming only, a book badly? only deals in, in uh, tens that Stephen King. Everything he does is perfect, and he should only be respected as such. Yeah, like the Dark Tower series. Oh, wait. Yeah. Or like almost half of it. Wait. Which half? You better not be talking about the child orgy, child orgy ass. No, that's the, yeah, no, that's everybody's favorite part of it. That's the only reason to read the book. Yeah. Kids get saved, and then it's like, you know how we celebrate saving ourselves from this evil clown while still in the sewer? We're still in the sewer, by the way. Well, let's have an orgy. We're like 13. This is fine. Yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't the, the writings of a of a coke addicted lunatic. I there was somebody there was a bit on the Dan Harmon podcast that, that his joke was, it's like Stephen King doesn't have a backspace button. So everything he does, he goes wholeheartedly into, even though even, like there's no point where he's like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Listen, hey, typewriters, don't backspace Like it's a hundred, it's like, it's like, it's like 20 pages of child orgy. Every keystroke on a typewriter is permanent. So it, as soon as you write that, as soon as you write the words child orgy, you're like, I guess we're doing this now for 20 yeah. pages. And then you can't stop until it's finished. Because if you're going to start something, finish it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Speaking of finishing and oh, not no. child orgy. Uh, the next Mindy. character is Mindy, the yeah. the prissiest of female bullies. She's just like an alpha bitch, right? Yeah, alpha bitch. That's her thing. Uh, and this being the stereotype that she is, she worries that some people haven't ever heard of her, like people in Paris or Toronto or Africa. Or the city of Africa. The city of Africa, that is the word she says. Uh, they haven't heard of her, a middle schooler. How dare they? How dare they have the audacity to not have heard about her? So she wishes to be, quote, a big star. You may imagine where this goes. And you'd actually be wrong, kind of. Because if you're like me, you think, oh, he's going to turn her into like a literal, like a, like a gas giant, right? In the well, sky. that's the joke. That's what they end up doing. Well, no, it's actually just a firework. And for the second time in one episode, we get to witness space murder. Yep. Mindy's strapped to a rocket, set to explode into the biggest, brightest star, which is, like I said, it's just a firework. Let's be honest. It's not actually a star. That's We're, we're, we're going fast and loose with these definitions. I don't like it. All right. So now on to the last wish. If you've been counting, this is the last wish. Yeah, it was nine wishes. Uh, so now we're back to Mandy, uh, who is, who is smart enough to not make a wish and decides to sell the skull. See, I mentioned that like Mandy was a sociopath earlier, and that is that sells her short. She's actually just more accurately the most uh, trope aware character in this show and in most shows. I would say. Yeah. She took over the kids next door once. That's real. That's canon. Oh, yeah. I remember that. By, like, sheer force of will. So uh, she, you know, in her infinite wisdom, goes to, to, to sell the skull. Because, duh. Right? She's trying to hustle wishes, like, on that Ed and Eddie shit. Yeah. So, so there's a whole crowd outside, including Billy's dad, who, who yeah. quote... I need it. I didn't learn my lesson the first time. <laughs> I wish he got, I wish he would have gotten it so he could go yeah. back to high school a second time and gotten uh, dumpstered again. So the crowd becomes a mob and ends up like dropping the skull and it's going everywhere. Um and uh Grim ends up picking it up and saying and wishing that the kids never found the skull. This reverts the episode back to the beginning, and and there's no backfire in this wish, which is weird. I guess he's I guess like skull skull dude whose name I forgot already, kind of just like fuck it, I'm done, don't care. I'm back in my home dimension or whatever. Uh, yeah, and we just wind up cutting back to Billy watching the laundry, and then Manny throws him in. It's a good it's a good laugh, and credit roll. And it's a happy uh, ending. None of those characters who died actually died. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're your favorites. So Puddin's still alive. Mindy's still alive. Scar's still alive. And he's going to go on an underfist. And it's going to become a new series. And, oh, it's got candles. Yeah, that happened. It did. It wasn't good. I like Toss Delgado. I would have liked to see a show with Toss Delgado. I would too, but the rest of the cast, you make you can't make a show that centers on like Fred Fredberger. You can't make a show that centers on these one-off characters. Yeah, no, Fred Fredberger doesn't work as a recurring character, really. No, the cast for that show was what was it? it was Fred Fredberger, Jeff the Spider, Irwin, Toss Delgado, and Scar. That's the shittiest. That is like. 
that is West Coast Avengers level of disappointment if they show no, up. No, that's not even West Coast Avengers. That's the Great Lakes Avengers. Oh, shit, you're right. If you asked for the Avengers to come save your town and the Great Lakes Avengers showed up, you'd be like, oh. I... Oh, shit. Big Bertha and Flatman. I mean, I guess if you save the town, then it's fine. But, like, don't you want her autographs? No, I really, really don't. I really don't. Yeah. You might as well be asking for Alpha Flight. <laughs> okay. All right. Fuck Canada. Anyway. High fives. Yeah. High fives all around. Morgan, what did we learn in this episode? Uh, to be careful what you wish for. Oh, yeah, that's, that's because the Because you one. might get a new house, but then you have to record in your dingy basement. <laughs> because a baby has while been sent by your, your enemies. While play loud music right above you. I hope this... You can probably hear it by this point. It's pretty loud. Yeah, I haven't heard anything, so. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Jesse, where can they find you? Je I mean, me specifically? Let's hold our horses there. Let's get some foreplay before we get into the action, right? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Where have they you been hiding all these years? <laughs> Give us your location. <laughs> the people want to know. The people need to know, damn it. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Morning Country Podcast or on Twitter at SMCP underscore show. If you want to follow us individually, it's at Simark121 or at know. You can figure out which is which. Um, if you want to listen to other episodes, you can do so on our site at SMCP.show or uh, you can find other episodes on anywhere podcasts are. I want to list them off. There's a lot of them. I'm tired. Leave me alone. It's there. Hey, do you do you listen to podcasts? Including Stitcher. Yeah, are you, but it almost it almost wasn't this week. I was fucking around with it and I almost deleted it on accident, but it's still there. Oh. Don't worry. Oh wow. Don't worry about it. It's still there. Okay. If, listen, if you're listening to the podcast, if you're listening to this, it's 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 also there. Scroll down. You know. All right. Listen to the last few episodes. They're they're good. I feel. Yeah. No, the last two episodes have been really good. I'm actually making a video to like uh to to like discuss the state of affairs of this podcast because we've made some strides <laughs> the state of the union the state of the union <laughs> uh, we should end with a funny bit right that's how normal podcasts do it <sighs> have we ever have we ever attributed ourselves to be a normal podcast ending with a funny bit don't we pride ourselves and our inability to no. do things right? The answer was no. You said pride, and the answer was no. It's always been no. Don't we, we pride ourselves? We didn't get theme music race. until season... We didn't get theme music until midway through season four, all right? No, we don't pride ourselves. Okay. <laughs> End it. Well, uh... Bye, guys. Uh, welcome to Halloween. Uh, things are only gonna get Halloweener from here. Stay spooky. Yeah.